Hello, and this is Not A Robot's Horror Pod. I am your host, Isaiah Zapata, and with me as always are our co-host, Josh. Hey, humans. And Nikki. What's up, guys? And today, we are going to be moving forward with our series of series of who came first, and then who did it really bad, and who did it really good. And in the last episode, we discussed that we were going to talk about alien features, extraterrestrials, ETs, aliens, not to be confused with James Cameron specifically. (laughs) (laughs) Every search we found. And so we have come to the conclusion that The Thing from Another World, 1951, is our first extraterrestrial specifically horror i guess you could always you know run it the way that ah yeah superman and the mole men was so terrifying uh i don't know about (laughs) that definitely not but you know to each their own if that really spooked you back in 1951 guys all you old yeah i mean i i did not even think that this was the very first horror movie from you know involving aliens i i was completely convinced it was invaders from mars but uh, yeah, this this scared the hell out of a lot of people in 1951. It was definitely you, you can tell because it still has a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Are we, wait, the the invaders from Mars or the thing from another? World? No, no, the thing from another world. I mean, definitely. I think it. I think because of the success of uh, Wes Craven, right? He did the he did the thing remake with Kurt Russell, correct? Uh, was it, I th- or wasn't it John Carpenter? John Carpenter, my bad. Wes Craven. Yeah, I get them confused. I don't know why. Do they look the same? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> but uh, I I think because of his success with everything that he did, it brought more attention to the uh, original or the inspiration. I guess you could say. I mean it. Kind of is the same thing, almost to a T. But <laughs> I, I would say it's more of an inspiration piece to adjust it the way he did it. Um, but I think, yeah, because of Carpenter's success, that brought more attention to the thing from another world. So at this point, it's, it's definitely a cult hit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Basically, if you guys out there don't know, it's there's an Arctic Research Center and scientists out there find a alien spacecraft buried in the ice. They they try to, uh, you know, they th- think about thawing it out. They see a frozen pilot in there. And then, you know, um, all hell breaks loose as they try to, uh, as they try to stay alive. That's the whole movie. And I will say, as a grand- granddaddy alien sci-fi movie, um... It's definitely inspired a lot more alien horror films than it oh, than, sure. than might people might you know expect. I I would say within the last couple of years, the one of the bigger ones was uh, the Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal film. I don't know if you guys remember the title of that movie. Uh, nope. Ryan Reynolds. I'm gonna pull it up because I don't remember the name of it. Yellenhall, however you want to call it. There we go. However, I want to call it, then I'm going to start calling him Guylenhall. Guylenhall. Life 2017. Life 2017. I That doesn't ring hmm. a bell at all well, for me. Literally, if you just took the thing and put it in space, it, from what I gathered from. Like the trailers and some of the reviews that I've seen of it, it really seemed like almost the same thing. Um, they're in space. They're scientist crew. They find a little symbiote-looking specimen guy, and it just crawls into you, starts taking control, and now you're murdering everybody. Uh, wow. Crossovers. They mixed Venom with Jason in space. Basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, good old Jason X. He's an Which I think is totally crappy, and Isaiah has love for it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> like, okay, like, <laughs> like as an adult now looking at it, like, yeah, oh, yeah, this is a dirtball script. Like, this is dog water. But looking back at it when I was like 
like just barely a teenager. And I'm like, whoa, he could do that. He could go in space. <laughs> Why not? And then he just does the same shit he would have done in Manhattan, which Jason <laughs> takes Manhattan is also one of my favorite Jason movies. <laughs> also another hot take. Uh, he likes three different kinds of cheese on his horror sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, I thought it was hilarious that the, um, I can't think of the uh, actor's name, but he's a little black guy and he go and he's a boxer and he just starts piecing up Jason. It's not doing anything, but it was a cool concept. Like, yeah, why does right. no, and then just seeing other people look at him as he's walking down the street and they're just like, yeah, that's pretty normal. <laughs> or not? <laughs> yeah, this guy looks uh, looks like some homeless guy from around here. But that's just you know what the, the the I think the problem that I had with uh, space and Manhattan before we get back into the first film here, the problem I had with space and Manhattan was the fact that I've always associated Jason with the lake, and when he's not in the lake, then he shouldn't be Jason. Huh? Yeah. In- I guess that makes sense. In my opinion. I can agree with that. I feel like Jason is the weakest out of like the, the slasher the slasher homies, I guess we could call them. <laughs> I, he's the weakest to me. Just because he's so limited to what he can do and what he'll do. Like he he's only gonna yeah. mess with you if you're in if you're near the lake. Right. Yeah. Right. He don't, he don't care. Or in Manhattan or outer space. I think well, I think it was because the kids went to the lake and then they ran off to Manhattan. He's like, "Well, you're already done fucked up, so I might as well finish the job." I'ma follow you. And then the space one, that one, obviously that one is stupid because he's just like, "I'm in space. I'm not in the lake. I'm mad. <laughs> you took me somewhere else." So yeah, where the fuck is my mom? Right, where is she? <laughs> So yeah, I, I think Jason is the weakest out of all of them, and we'll we'll definitely get back onto that when we get into slashers, because uh, I think if I have hate for any of them, it's probably Jason, even though I think he has the potential to be the coolest. <laughs> yeah, just, like I don't know. What could be cooler than going to outer space? Right. What could be cooler Fred, than going to Fred, outer space? Fred didn't go to, 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 to fucking outer space. We don't know that. Maybe saying. it just wasn't documented. He's just a weirdo. That I mean, like, all he <laughs> need, all he needs is people to fall asleep. He's just a weirdo that sticks his hand between girls' legs while they're in the bathtub. Hey, bitch! Yeah. Oh, that and he's, <laughs> and he's a kitty toucher. That's not cool, man. No, that's not cool. Freddy's a fucker. <laughs> and he has Cosby sweaters, like. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Like Chris Webby said, man, burn them motherfuckers. <laughs> but. Yes, so definitely the thing from the uh, from another world, definitely OG Grandpa Science horror fiction alien movie. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely deserve yeah. its praise because obviously, as we've already stated, it introduced so many new things to horror and and science fiction. I mean, they, science fiction's already been established before that, and they've already introduced like, oh no, there's people from outer space. There's aliens there's uh spacecrafts uh they have come to deliver us fantastic news but i think this is the first time where they're like oh shit <laughs> they're not here to be helpful <laughs> they're here to fuck shit up and there's always that interpretation of why what was that spacecraft there for was it there on purpose and it just froze over did it crash land and not intended to be there i like to think that wherever it came from, they were trying to eject this shit somewhere else, and they're like, "Fuck that, we don't want it here." That's the whole. That, <laughs> that that's the hopeful thinking. But at the same time, if if I wanted to fuck something up and I had something that would just start fucking things up, I just shoot it off to some random planet and let it crash, and knowingly it'll survive. And like, all right, we'll let you fuck it up, and then we'll just come clean up the rest. <laughs> and that's the other side of uh, you know, of that. The possibility. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of, yeah, they're flying back and they, they look and um, at the time it's an uninhabited crap planet. So they just eject a prisoner that is a mass murderer into the planet. He gets stuck in the ice and then white people fuck everything up just like they do in every horror movie. <laughs> See, now if we go with, 
Sure. That, it's very true. Go with that, that theory, <laughs> this timeline that you've now, this universe, miniverse that you've now established, what do we call the little goop man? What do we call the little goop man? <laughs> yeah, our, our little alien parasite. <laughs> little goop man. Uh, oh, shoot. I I think Little Goop Man works. Little Goop Man. Yeah, I agree. He, That's a perfect <laughs> there's name. There's not a better name we can use for Little Goop Man. Now he just sounds like some Atlanta rapper. <laughs> he's no, he's no longer as intimidating as he was before. But yeah, Little No, he's not an Atlanta rapper. That's that's Gwyneth Paltrow's rap name. Little Goop. <laughs> <laughs> Little Goop. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I kind of like that. I, if somebody were to ever do a remake of the remake of the remake of the remake, <laughs> play around yeah. with it. That would be kind of cool. Like, oh, no, we're delivering this prisoner. Oh, no, I dropped him out of our spacecraft, and he just slams into Earth. And, oh, right. no, he could take over people. And that just you know proceeds to unravel into the story. And then you got old man Kurt Russell like, fuck, i got to do it again. Yep. Snake Pliskin. <laughs> What about you? Um, what about you, Nick? You ever watched The Thing? No. No? You've never seen any version of The Thing? No, so never. So really? your mind right now. Is this confusing to you if we talk about Lil Goop? No. no. <laughs> I mean, I know it happens. I just haven't seen okay. it. <laughs> well, it is a masterpiece. I would say from every film professor that I've come across, The Thing is somewhere on their top ten and least in favorite horror movies. Yep. Really? The, again, just like I love about Halloween, man, it's the suspense and not knowing what's lurking around the corner that really fucking gets you. It it really plays on the the effect of tension and suspension and thriller of you don't know who the bad guy is. You know there is a bad guy, and there's points where you can easily identify that bad guy. But as you get closer to the resolution of the film, which in this case they're really is no resolution in the film it just leaves you it leaves you hanging but with a good purpose you don't know who the bad guy is and usually you're left with a limited amount of characters so you're like it it becomes like that spider-man meme where they're just like it's you and they're all pointing to each other (laughs) (laughs) it's funny that you mentioned spider-man because i was just sitting here thinking holy shit the thing is the Spider-Man of horror movies. Because <laughs> it keeps on getting rebooted over and over again. Honestly. Fucking Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. It's, I do too. <laughs> and, you know, just, just talking about horror in general. The movies, um, anyway. And there's a very limited amount of horror movies that will fall into this genre of superhero horror. Super limited. So I don't know if we'll ever get to a whole a whole episode on that, but I think playing <laughs> on the thought of the thing probably inspired inspired Venom for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there is no way that any idea of like this alien parasite thing doesn't come from this and looking like a uh, movable goop. Yes. <laughs> Evil Gwyneth. And evil Gwyneth. <laughs> but I I just I, I think that there's so much room for a scary horror film. Like I thought Brightburn was awesome. I watched that with I did my too. little sister and she was like 13, 14 at the time. And she's like, Why would you take me to see this? <laughs> Except when the scene when the dude when he drops the dude's truck and it, his whole jaw goes into the the steering wheel yeah that, that was a, yeah. that was it for her she was like whoa i'm ready to go Fuck home now. <laughs> yeah no but i thought brightburn was awesome it was a great it was almost like a what if story for superman you know and it, it, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it and i wish that we did have more horrorish uh superhero things because it kind of gets into fun i don't know if you guys have ever seen raising dion yeah no you have see i almost feel like that kind of has a lot of horror elements in it and on top of being a really good show i i enjoyed the hell out of it i want i want more of that but we we strict we 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 don't have enough of that genre right and i think we should because 
there's a lot of a lot of social commentary of what could turn this little boy who is like Superman level everything. You know, the world is so corrupt and evil that it could easily just start changing him for the worse. But luckily he has two people who have his back to kind of keep him on this right path. And I, it's cool. It's definitely cool. It's definitely, it's basically Brightburn if uh, the main character had a couple more choices and wasn't just kind of like innately evil from the get-go. True. That kid was fucked. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. was fucked. He was basically, he was basically da- the Antichrist. Was, yeah, I was just going to say Damien with superpowers. Damien with more superpowers. The boy was already Damien, kinda, yeah. <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> but uh, in terms of the thing, and I guess it's also you can also tie this into like cosmic horror or even like Superman esque horror like Brightburn, that there that alien <laughs> horror films are kind of dying out. For sure, oh, yeah. I think yeah, they, they they've lost their their touch their popularity and now we're getting into like we're coming back into slashes a little bit yeah and we're mm-hmm. also kind of going into the psycho thriller i think we're kind of in like the midst yeah. of psycho thriller which i appreciate I, th- I feel like that's been going on for a little while now yeah yeah i don't think you blumhouse i don't think it's gonna die anytime soon well if <laughs> blumhouse keeps directing these films it might die out soon uh, yeah, Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse is very hit or miss, at least in horror. Yeah, that's true. Like, if A twenty four was doing these all day and day and night, I think we'd be in a good, we'd be in a good, you know, good position. But Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse needs to quit. Like, whoever <laughs> is coming up with these scripts at Bloomhouse, and they're like, "Yo, this is fucking solid," <laughs> and then you just get some random guy off the street to read it, and they're just like, "You sure about that?" literally getting one outside perspective and then whoever is at these big studios they're like yeah you're right this shit is cool i don't i honestly don't think places like bloomhouse give any scripts any sort of double take like they're too busy like shilling them out so fast that they're like all right you've got a script let's go they don't even look at it they don't care. They get the same like three actors to play it in all of their movies. <laughs> it, it's just everything standby, and it's crazy because I'm sure all three of us could sit here for let's say a week straight, and we just dish out <laughs> a script. Would probably be better than anything that B- some guy at Bloomhouse currently, because I can't say Bloomhouse doesn't have good movies. Right. Just very seldomly <laughs> are they like, yeah. wow, that was awesome. Um. We could probably put out a better script than them for sure. Yeah. And I mean, okay, going back to like the alien horror movie specifically dying out. Yeah. I think that's honestly starting to happen because people are a lot more interested in like true crime now (laughs) than they were even like 10 years ago. So because they're so into true crime, they're like, oh, like it's really not a far stretch to be into true crime and then go into like, real alien invasions and are they real and documentaries and all that good stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause like, if you were to think about it, like, so you're saying about true crime, if they, if, uh, who, who, I forgot who directed uh gone girl, but if they would have put that out now, yeah. would have made so much more money than they already made. And that's just a crazy oh, thought. Yeah. Yeah. For just, sure. Like you were just, you just came in a little early you had great success, but you just came in just a little bit early. And like if you would have just yeah. waited just a little bit proposing <laughs> this, you would have been set. <laughs> and I feel like that's the same thing with a lot of like alien horror movies. Like when they made Life, I don't know if that was necessarily like a box office hit or if yeah. they made all their money back or even if they broke even. I and yeah, you have Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal, and they're, you know. They're Big the, names. the only men I need in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, really? They're my. They're probably my. Like I have my favorite actors split in like cultural diversity and uh-huh. male and female. So like I have my favorite wait white male actor. I have my favorite white female actor. I have my favorite black male actor. My favorite female black actress, and then my favorite Hispanic. I have them all broken down. Wait, 
<laughs> See, I, Hold on. I kind of Ryan do. Reynolds and you don't like Deadpool? Dead uh he's not just Deadpool. Okay, but he is, he Deadpool. is Deadpool. I like I like Deadpool. <laughs> if I like Deadpool, it's because of Ryan Reynolds. But Okay, that's not a bad thing. He's the right, main character. But he's also Ryan Reynolds. That carries like half of it. That's true. If anything, it car- nobody gave a flying a flying fuck about Deadpool until Ryan Reynolds. Like he was popular for sure. But he wasn't oh, as no, popular. it was fan movement that allowed him to get that made. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I think, but once the first for one sure. was made, it was it was Ryan Reynolds. Because they're like, well, yeah, I want to okay, see what, so he does what for is the second and third one. What yeah. what is a Deadpool movie? A, a parody. It's it's Ryan Reynolds in black and red. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> well, I think it, it just so you. happens that Deadpool as a character and Ryan Reynolds happen to be like pretty <laughs> similar guy. people. That's what I'm saying. It's the same dude. <laughs> I've never seen him in the same room. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, aliens. Aliens are dying out, and I think that's that's a that's a yeah. fucking shame because like there's so much more that can be done. And. Not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I honestly think the rise of like Venom is going to make alien horror movies come back. You think? I hope so. Because uh, honestly, yes. Like people are going fucking crazy over Venom. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've been on Reddit and I saw some R slash filmmaking, R slash Marvel, R slash horror, R slash whatever. Where <laughs> somebody was like, Why isn't Venom a horror movie? superhero horror i want to see him terrorizing people before he he gets you know linked I mean, up with um i guess and depending on what continuity i guess eddie brock is now a good guy when he wasn't that great of a guy from the get-go um but before he links up with him or flash that he starts like oh shit i'm i'm bad <laughs> like just having that well he there's a lot of people that already consider Venom a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there really are. It is considered a horror movie by many, and I, I think like let me double check yeah. this, but I think it, it, but it's, it's not at least in my in my definition of it, well, it's not. And I'm not gonna ever disagree with somebody that says like, oh, well, this is a horror movie. It's like, yeah, horror has so I many think, subgenres. I think Very, for I mean, the basis a of comic show. movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think for a comic movie, that's probably as close to horror as we're ever going to well, get. Well, then I'm mad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, because, like, I don't know how into comics you are, but they can get pretty graphic in a way that I don't see ever working out in, like, in a live-action film. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, in, in, in a most recent uh, issue of Batman, uh, one peacekeeper <laughs> tore the arm off of another peacekeeper. Like yeah. literally just, and that's not even horror. That's not even a horror if, specific if you're into horror, comic. Let me let me bump this right now. Uh, Joe Hill put out a few books on his own. That's Stephen King's Ooh. kid. Um, Basketball Heads was awesome. There, there's a few other ones, and now there's doing Joe Hill Presents, which is his, his kind of like little imprint within DC Comics, and I I am so looking forward to those because they are wicked cool. There's a lot of bat Batman like um side stories that are heavy into horror. Like the whole oh, the yeah. whole dark universe. Like you give me the Batman who laughs and you really kinda crank out the scare the the horror factor into it, um, I will now become a DC fan. <laughs> I will be the oh. D- I will be the DC <laughs> fan. I'll say, Fuck you, Iron Man, fuck you, Avengers, fuck you, Fantastic Four. You mean shit to me now. Um, go go pick up an issue of Batman Reptilian. I think I've seen the the cover for it, and I've never actually read yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so beautiful, man. It, every every panel, everything is painted, and uh, it's it's very very. Uh, it would fit under Creature more than Alien, obviously, but it 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 is super horror for for a for especially for a Batman book, even though he's crossed over quite a few times. There's just so many missed opportunities to to bring yeah. that to film, to bring anything along those lines to film. It doesn't even have to be a licensed character. They look what they did with Brightburn. I mean, you could argue that he's Ultraman before he's Ultraman. 
I mean, there. Yeah, if you're getting deep into Reddit, sure, but <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, somebody did say, "What if we just made an evil Superman from birth, and we never call him Superman, and his his name's nowhere near like Clark, and you know, like nothing around his environment is the same, but evil Superman." And I I think. And this, I, this obviously still falls into aliens because he's definitely not a human. But I, I, uh, I think they just kind of missed the, sh- missed it a bit in terms of their execution of this storyline. Like it had the graphic content, it had the horror aspects. I think it just, I, I do think that in certain aspects, when you have a character who is typically considered a superhero. And then you kind of turn the tables on them. It does lose some of its, like the scariness to it. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, because you're 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 more watching to see how different he is than than watching to be scared. Like, if they made the Flash into a like they you used um, black the Black Lantern ring, uh, Flash, uh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be scared. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> and then they they just like focus that on being horror. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be scared. Or even if they made uh, a DC comic movie, which I'm uh, eventually they're gonna have to once they finally redo uh, Green Lantern. Um, but like when they when they finally <laughs> get to the black the Black Lantern like saga, Blackest Night. Um, if they try to make it a horror film, I don't think it's gonna do well. I think DC tends to keep and the, and they do it really well, but they tend to keep things like that over in their animated universe. But jumping over to Marvel yeah. and our want for a horror comic movie, I did just remember that they are making uh, Morbius, and that's really? the living yeah. vampire. They were hit trailers and, after that. Cool. Yeah. So th- that that will be a horror comic book movie, one that I'm really looking forward to seeing because. I'm not a Marvel guy. I I can't stand the way that Marvel does shit. But back in the '90s, they had um, the uh, um, oh shit, they got a video game coming up or Midnight Suns. They had the Midnight Suns. Now it was not the same lineup that you get in the in the video game by far. It was all magic and dark people like Ghost Rider and Morbius and uh, the Dark Gold and shit. But it was a really 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 good time and i would love to see that spanned out because that would be a very dark uh a lot of hell a lot of uh a lot of magic uh, a lot of supernatural beings and very 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 horror that would be cool also even doing like uh, a more grittier john constantine i think that would be cool obviously that's uh somebody i know that they're that that the reboot of constantine is on the table. It's going to happen. There's rumors that Keanu Reeves may come back for that. Okay. So. <laughs> but I want. I don't want Keanu Reeves to come back for it. I mean, honestly, oh. other than oh. I didn't mind the original one, but it it sure as hell isn't my favorite. Uh, I I want a Constantine that looks like he does in the comic books. I want a British dude who's a total asshole to live literally everybody. Blonde, grimy. That's what we are supposed to have. And his and his sidekick is definitely not Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I definitely want like a young David Beckham that has acting skills. Young David Beckham, nah. Constantine's beat up. Put him at like late thirties, oh, well, early forties. Well, David Beckham is like. Okay, well then, yeah, David Beckham. Then he's a, that's the round run date right now. <laughs> it's just David Beckham is a handsome, you know, European man. I think he's British. Uh, yeah, he's British. Yeah, I I don't know their nationalities at this point. There's so many going on in in Europe. We just talking about Cockney, and then you got Welsh and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I would I would go for that. I I just I think John Constantine could be a cool live action. Um, it just needs to be grittier with some comedic elements to it because John Constantine's like he's a Chad. He's mega Chad. He's a mega Chad. <laughs> he's, he's, he's religious Chad. Even though right. 
Actually, his full name is Chad Kyle. Oh, for real? <laughs> no, I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. He's already Chad. He, he's a Chad that's addicted to Monster. Um, <laughs> working it back towards working it back towards the uh, topic at hand here. Can you guys think of anything uh, alien comic book kind of deal going on? I mean, I know we we're we're looking at like Brightburn as a anti Superman movie, but can you think, either one of you guys, think of something that exists in comic book movies that could be put into space involving aliens that, that, that we could actually make work? Oh, Invincible? Oh, boom. Anything in Invincible? <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> Invincible definitely would work. But I, I don't know that I would call that. It would definitely be rated R, but it, I don't know that I would call it <laughs> horror in, by any means. Not yet. I mean, it has a potential. <laughs> have you have you finished Brightburn? That has potential. I mean, no, I mean, huh? I mean, have you finished um, Invincible? Like the reading comic? it? No, I'm not up to date yet. Do it. I don't, oh, it's great. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I of would which, call it horror. Yeah, I, I, if there's any arc in there, it would probably be the very like the climax of everything, like the very end. Oh, okay. Even then, it's like, it's like, it's it's basically end game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it would be cool to like take that. Yeah. You know, there is a book, and I'm trying to think of what a comic book, and I'm trying to think of what his name, and I could be absolutely wrong. I'm sure there's an anime. There's some anime we're missing. Oh, there's plenty of anime. Oh, Jesus. There's plenty of anime. Is rule thirty (laughs) four. Uh, what is it called? I can't. There, there was this comic book where these know. kids. I think they get infected with an alien, and these kids start growing up. And because this alien's kind of living inside of them, the alien's kind of like persuading them to do certain oh. actions. Should definitely be considered horror, but isn't for some reason anamorphs. <laughs> You could. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it's a hundred percent body horror. It's absolutely terrifying. Doesn't it hurt them when they change too? Yes, it is incredibly painful, and it, it is incredibly painful when they stay in their forms too long. They forced this dude to turn into a mice forever, and so he used his freaking oh spoilers for animorphs. So he used his telekinetic can talk to the other animorphs power to just constantly scream forever so whenever any of them are near the island where he is trapped as a mouse they can just hear him screaming in the distance he just says that on purpose he hates him he's he's in terrible pain no he literally like so he was part of this group and the group was like we gotta go fight these aliens and he was like i don't really want to fight these aliens and then he started getting mad at everybody else and fighting with them and stuff and so their solution to him being like contrarian to them fighting the aliens um was to trap him in his form on an island isolated forever so can these aliens know if they're um what are the animorphs like are they just kids that got these abilities or are they also aliens They, so they are infected by aliens. So there's an alien thing that came down. These kids specifically get infected in order to fight the other big bad aliens. So now can those... Go, go Venom Rangers. Basically. Yeah. Basically Venom Venom Teen Power Rangers. Um, So can these big bad aliens uh, detect who these good alien kids are? Yes. Okay, so so even if he just decided, well, I'm just not going to fuck with you guys no more, he'll still get found out. So yeah. What's stopping them from finding him on this island? Um, they don't care about him. So they're they're trying to take over the world, which is why the first alien people came and invaded these children, is because okay. they needed they were gonna protect the world so, <laughs> from the the other bad aliens. So whether he turned into a mouse forever or not, really wouldn't have mattered. They're, oh. So they're Correct. just assholes. Yes. Yes. Well, it's insane, and that's not even the worst thing that happened. Somehow, happens. my feelings got hurt <laughs> in that. <entire, laughs> like I, my feelings are now hurt. I'm like, who would? Fu- why? <laughs> 
Dude, there's so much other crazy shit. If you ever, like, want to go down a weird rabbit hole, literally just look up fucked up things that happened in Animorphs. So, <laughs> is there a conclusion to this, like, series of books? Yes, there is. I don't know what happens, though. I assume they win. <laughs> Do any of these kids actually die in the process? Like, yes. hell yeah. I'm on, I'm on board. That is like that is like a normal thing that happens throughout the so, whole thing. And like they're kids, but they're like between like I think the youngest one was nine and the oldest one was like seventeen. So, how many kids? Are Most in of this them are like in middle revolutionary school. Revolutionary army. Lots. So they actually that's like a whole thing in the universe is that they they also try to find everybody else. So like there's a bunch in their specific town that you with like the main kids you follow, but almost all of like the different like sections of the series take place in different places and so they all kind of like go and find each other it's like it's almost like um how like sabrina the teenage witch would introduce new witches Mm. (laughs) where like whenever things got a little boring they were just like oh by the way here's another one my boy paul (laughs) turns into a bear Literally, yeah. <laughs> so can they only turn into one specific thing? Yeah. That's ass. That is that is ass cheeks to the, like, the max. Well, you want a whole show of nothing but Beast Boy? Like, they can transform it. Yeah, just anything. Beast Boy. Maybe, like, I don't know. Like, if Everybody's all you can green. turn is into a mouse, you're kind of, like, fucked from the get-go. But that's just it. Is they all, like... I mean, so a lot of the reason why I think people don't consider the Animorphs a horror... <laughs> piece of media is because it's very young adult yeah (laughs) so like it's very ya novel so like everything is really cheesy it's almost like degrassi (laughs) but like they also turn into animals and like fight there was a tv show for animals wasn't there i believe so like i sure hope not there was an old tv show for animals (laughs) and i don't think it was good oh no well (laughs) yeah First of all, like, what a hard thing to put on. I mean, I can I can see it now. Being, like, in today's like film and TV show market, like, I would dedicate time to this to make it as best as I could make it. And, and then obviously, if I had a team, but I feel like if somebody picks it up now, there is a higher chance of it being absolute dog shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, you would have to rewrite some of the stuff. You'd have to retcon some things. But I would, I, me personally, only because I like horror, and then we're also in this horror podcast, I, I would crank up the horror. I want, I, <laughs> I want to see kids burn. <laughs> I want to see their lives burn. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to see them, like, get into, like, huge fits of rage, like, where they're becoming more primal. I, they well, do. Okay. So that's what that's what happens after like so if they stay like that for like long long enough, they just turn into that animal. Right. There's a fly and it, it's depending on like what type of animal it is. So like the dude who's a mouse. Dude, okay, the fly storyline is one that I, I won't spoil entirely for you because it's absolutely just insane. It is it is literally one of the scariest pieces of media I've ever red all right just to confirm <laughs> there definitely was an animorphs tv show it lasted two seasons i know seasons i just looked it up yeah. <laughs> oh and it has like a 99 per like a 91 percent satisfactory rating on Google. I, I don't remember it ever being <laughs> good but then again i didn't like sit there and like watch it otherwise i would be like oh yeah animorphs oh, that was so great i remember that shit <laughs> no <we don't. laughs> i just remember seeing the books no but the like imdb the flies... 6.6 it can't be oh. that bad no imdb is pretty it's not hard certified fresh, <laughs> please. certified uh consumable <laughs> yeah <laughs> consumable piece of media um so the oh yeah the fly storyline so you know flies don't live very long so like after like I forget even how long it is in universe. It's like after an hour, like she just straight up turns into a fly and then gets killed. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't going to spoil it, but anyway, no, I said spoil most of it. Okay. So the <laughs> difference, I guess, between the TV show and the books is that in the TV show, the kids can turn into anything they touch, any animal they touch. So not limited to just one animal, but apparently, but they're very limited <laughs> to the animals that they can come across in the fucking wild. <laughs> Right. Like you're not gonna like ah shit a gorilla <laughs> me too. 
Oh, a dog. Can I pet your dog? So, I guess this is one I want to know. I'm assuming some of the kids turn bad just for the fact that I now have the ability yeah. to t- probably turn into some vicious animal. Who's, who's, yes. And are these animals stronger than normal animals? No. Uh, well, I guess they might be. I don't. I never got that impression. That might be a thing. See, I would. <laughs> One thing I can tell you is in guerrilla warfare, the gorilla always wins. <laughs> actual, actual <laughs> yeah. gorilla. But that would be cool. Is there any, so like, what's the span of these alien animals? Like, so we know that there's a fly, and that's fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, there's a fly. There's a starfish. There's a raccoon. There's like a red panda. There's a bear. There's an elephant. Red pandas are awesome. However, they are not pandas. They are related to raccoons. My, anyway, my thing is, you really went from, like, Z tier, like, bottom of the bottom, to, okay, an elephant can fuck shit up. So, is there, like, dinosaurs? <laughs> Do people turn into dinosaurs? Um, no, but there is, like, an alien guy. What? Like, so the, the aliens, like, the evil ones themselves, and also the ones that infected these kids are, like, actual characters in the universe, and they can morph into humans the same way that these humans can morph into animals. But can they only turn into one human, or can they just shapeshift into anybody they want? Um, oh, I don't know. It might, I don't think it's anybody they want. I think that they have, like, a set thing that they look so, like when they're so a human. So out there in this universe, there's one alien that's fucked and he can only look like richard nixon <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> he's just per- permanently stuck being richard nixon see that's and he, he took over at the very end you know during that press conference when he was like i am not a criminal <laughs> that was the alien <laughs> oh, yeah. the tv show says that it's five kids in an alien so, I mean, and that makes sense, I guess, if you're going to try to translate yeah. that into a TV show, you certainly can't have, <laughs> you know, 14,000 children. You basically just had, you just told me that there was Power Rangers with Zordon in another universe. Yes. Mo- Mobile Zordon. Mobile Zordon. Mobile Zordon. <laughs> well, I never knew this much about Animorphs, and you definitely ma- sold it on making it way cooler than the car- the show ever made it. I know! But like, well, here's the thing. Okay, so, I mean, past the debate about whether or not the books are horror, because they definitely could be translated that way, even if they are cheesy. I mean, all of us have sat through more than one B-movie. I mean, we're doing <laughs> it on purpose. My buddy Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that it could, like, a premise like that could easily be turned into a trilogy of horror movies. Oh, oh yeah. Di- I wouldn't necessarily call it Animorphs, but that very idea, absolutely. If Divergent and The Hunger Games and The Labyrinth, the Maze Runner series can be turned into fucking movies, Animorphs can definitely get its opportunity. What what do you have to lose at that point? No, yeah, well, there's... I'm talking about specifically turning it into a, a a horror book, whereas if they did if they did try to produce Animorphs as a movie, which I saw that there is a rumor about it, but um, <laughs> if they did try to produce that into a movie, it would stay with the audience that loved it. So it would oh, yeah. be YA to PG-13. It would not be rated R. And I would love to see that kind of a concept pushed over into horror. I would. I could see it being both. I mean, I, I, mean, I could see it being... Like the current Animorphs, but way scarier. I mean, because Animorphs really hasn't been big since, like, the mid-2000s. So kids today aren't going to get it anyway. Plus, yeah, kids nowadays aren't reading it. The kids that did read it yeah. are grown as hell. At this yeah. Point. The last book in the main series came out in 2001, and uh, there were 54 books in the main series. See, that's where the problem lies. If somebody were to redo... make a, Let's say they... They got it for a trilogy. You would have to condense 54 books. Well, not even 54 books. You've got you to cut out a lot of bullshit. Like, that flag girl, as cool as that seems, you got to go, bitch. Nah. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> Bye. You're Deuces, not cool anymore. Uh, Mrs. Red Panda or Mr. Red Panda, you got to go, too, as cool as that seems. Wait a minute. Rocket Raccoon is a main character in a huge franchise. Who says we got to get rid of the Red Panda? Does the Red Panda also <laughs> can fly a, you know, a spacecraft and shoot like grenade launchers and machine guns. 
It's an alien. Honestly, Who fucking knows? if he put his mind to it, <laughs> anything is possible. Well, no, these are kids that just got infected by aliens. Like the, when they're animals, it's like a sickness. What do you mean a sickness? Like they they're sick. Like they're not um, like there's not like a separate alien inside of them. Like they just are that they just got a, so animal. They just got HIV. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Can they? Sp- <laughs> Like they just, can they spread which is this? why they're constantly in pain and all of that shit. Yeah, so it's not like there's another alien in them. Okay, it's all it's like venom, but if venom didn't have venom sneezed on everybody. like a personality. <laughs> yeah, venom sneezed on everybody, and now they're like, ah, shit! Now you turn into a fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, I, I in my head I got the gears rolling and how I would frame things a bit, costume design, setting. At least for the first film. I, I have no idea what the fuck I'd be doing by second and third. Dude, it's, like, so scary. It, but it could be really scary. Like, <laughs> I would li- I would limit yeah. the amount of kids to be Power Ranger-esque. So you have, like, maybe okay. a team of, like... What was the one movie? It was, like, I Am Number I am number 4 or I Am Number 9 or something like that. Oh, I know what like, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think it was number... N- I think it was number 9. But not confused with the... Uh, like the pup, District Nine. Well, that and like the puppet claymation, Tim Burton yeah. number nine. Not to be confused with right. that, but yeah. So like it was like superpower alien teens. So you maybe it was number four. I don't remember. I don't know. Nobody, but anyway, no, I know the mo- movie you're talking about, and I thought it was good. I you know it had potential. At least I when did. I was younger, I thought it had potential. So you get all these teens together. You get maybe. It was number four. Yeah, okay, so then you get. Let's <laughs> say you get approximately number like 20 kids maybe there was how many kids total would you say there were nikki like in a rough, um, very rough a, a lot. lot um in the main series like 20 okay, something so let's say 25 just for a solid odd number or yeah um you start the film already in the midst of this conflict and kids have already died. So those numbers are now dwindled. And then you play with what you have as like the, your main cast, your, your uh, lieutenants and your, your captains, you know, doing their shits, you know? And I feel like that would be the route to go. I feel like that is also a little cliche in terms of this subgenre of action film. But I think it would also play pretty well in a horror film. At least when you're playing with like oh, such a large cast, and these aliens would have to be like really grotesque. Like I'm talking like the Moss from Resident Evil Seven. All right. So what we need essentially out there, Hollywood, if anybody's listening, is what we're asking for is Steven Spielberg to merge for one film with A24 and throw in some Capcom love. <laughs> with their uh, that would be on. great. <laughs> and throw in Hideo Kojima just because his stories make no sense, and <laughs> we could just I don't know make it a little confusing for everybody, so they have to watch the next one. Like I didn't fucking get that. I gotta watch the next one. Maybe it'll make sense. Don't do that to me. <laughs> piss me off. But I, I don't know. I, I think it would be something really cool. Uh, and thank you, the thing, for bringing us these multiple ideas of how we can bring back aliens, like. I, I I would never have considered making basically the Power Rangers into a horror film, where horror uh, the Power Rangers gets kind of deep. I read a couple of their comic books, like at least the the Dracon like storyline, and that I mean all of them are twisted if you get into the like the original anime, even Pokemon. Pokemon is messed up. Oh yeah, I think what. Is it? Oh. Yes, dude. Like, there's real, there's, there's, um, not exactly subtle sexuality. There, there's a lot of innuendo. There's a lot of like hardcore violence. I think I forgot um, who it was. What? There's grenades. Sexy Pokemon. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it's Red's Pokemon, which is like they're like the manga version or canon version of Ash, just a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like he actually. Won the Pokemon League multiple times. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like Red, Red is the shit. Like he's like, 
That's not my ash. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> my ash is a loser. My ash is a loser. Red actually that's got ridiculous. a Mewtwo, and that's that's just cool. I mean, there's only one, but he got it. Um, what was it? I I don't know if it was Team Rocket's Arbok or something like that. And for those who don't watch Pokemon, Arbok is just like a giant cobra. Uh, somebody's Pokemon, I think, either used Water Gun or like Cut or something like that and sliced that Arbok in half. Yeah, so that it's it, it it gets it gets pretty graphic, and it's definitely not YA at all. No, I mean it, it's a YA subject. It's something. It's it's something importing to America meant spit shine, spit shining and uh, and making it a little heavier. And they also did like mutations on Pokemon. I think the Bird Trio. They put them all together. They made them like a. There is a Pokemon that has three heads, but they basically forced these three legendary birds to be three-headed bird entity, and it was, like, constantly in pain. And then Red also had an Eevee, and for those that know Pokemon or don't know Pokemon, Eevee can only evolve with elemental stones, and you only get that, obviously, one choice. So you would have to have a bunch of fucking Eevees to make this happen, but his Eevee was genetically modified to where it can just evolve and then de-evolve at will. But it caused it like immense pain. Aww. Yeah, and it's so cute. Yeah. But eventually, he does fix it through more scientific experimentation, and it can now just evolve once, and it does evolve into an Espeon, and Espeon evolves with friendship. Isn't that beautiful? No. Or a little scary. Or a little scary. I mean, yeah. That, that's some social pressure, Which, man. If anything. Could, could you imagine that lonely, conscious animal walking around going, why doesn't anyone love me? Holy shit, it's Eeyore. <laughs> Eeyore is a depressed Pokemon. Eeyore is a Pokemon. Yeah. The donkey Pokemon. You know, it is actually, it took them, I can't say for sure, but it, it took them all the way up into, I think, 7th Gen, which is Sun and Moon, to finally make a donkey Pokemon. Why would they? It's Asamon. I, uh, his name is. Um, I have no idea. It starts with a B. But then he he's he's a donkey, and then evolves into a Clydesdale. Oh, wow. That's not how that works. Pokemon. <laughs> That's not how it works. But yeah, but so thank you, the thing, for bringing us so many cool ideas and so many different things. Like I don't think the thing ever inspired Power Rangers or Super Sentai, but be pretty fucking neat <laughs> you did bring it definitely animals. it definitely did inspire the idea of things coming from outer space yeah. and and being out to hurt everybody and i mean the the amount of movies that came from that one idea is mind-blowing and it affected so many different genres not just horror so to really just to I, recap no. everything, our wishes and desires, uh, we want scary superheroes that are actually scary. Uh, redo Venom to be actually scary in rated R <laughs> and not just a joke all the time. Like, be funny and whimsical while you're, like, slaughtering somebody. That'd be funny. And then we want an <laughs> alien invasion movie from Steven Spielberg in A24. Yep. We, we basically yeah. want Animorphs, but not Animorphs, but it's really just Animorphs. <laughs> like literally in the background, like have one of the kids pick up a book, and then he look, and it's an Animorphs book, and he's like, "This is fucking stupid," and then throws it. But then, but, but then, but then look at the camera all nonchalant, like, <laughs> like, huh? Right. Me. Which is funny. I don't know if any of you guys ever played Devil May Cry. Yeah. So in, long time ago. In the remake called DMC, the main so for you, uh, Nikki, uh, basically the game is it's about hell. Uh, there's these two twin boys. They're half demons. And their father was like a demon, like a higher end demon that wanted to preserve humanity because his wife was a human. So he would fight to keep oh. this barrier from like ever getting crossed. And there's a lot of demons that are like, fuck you, I'm going over there. And so <laughs> he eventually dies. He passes on these weapons to his children. The children are twins. The children don't really like each other very much as they got older. Because one's, one's like, okay. well, I'm a half demon, and I want to be more demon. And he's like, 
So I want to ruin everybody's fucking dick. Literally yeah. Just a dick the whole time. Like, no reason. And he's definitely stronger than his brother. He, he nobody will afford. Well, that's I wouldn't say no reason. Goes. His dad died. But he didn't, he's underdog. not doing it because his dad died. If anything, he kind of spites his father a little bit for not playing on being a demon. Like, he doesn't like things happening. Yeah. Weird. He's racist? A little bit. He's... he's He's, yeah, he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's exactly what it is. But anyway, so they remade this to make it a little more modern and more of like a social commentary because like one of the villains is literally a, a news anchor. One is a like sports <laughs> drink or energy drink brand. It, and it's po- that's a devil. Yeah, it's poisoning people. It's it's funny. Like it, I I would just play it just for that, but. There's a point in there where he's doing like his like super crazy jumps and you know in the air slashing shit and a a white mop head falls on top of his head and the original he does have <laughs> white hair him and his brother have white hair and then as they get older it turns like silverish gray um it's because they're getting old um but he looks in the mirror and he has like the same hairstyle and white hair as he did in the originals and he's like I would never. And then throws it off. Boom. And, 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 and it's it, it basically saying, fuck you. And what a, a, this is a stupid design. And I would want the kids from Animorphs to do the same thing. Boom. Back, brought it back. <laughs> fuck you. This is not Animorphs, but it's Animorphs. Right. I mean, just like they did with Brightburn. Exactly. Though, I would have liked it. Did they do that in Brightburn where he had like the S on his chest? And he's like, nah, this is dumb. No, but he did at one time have that red cape. Yeah, but I feel like red cape is like... Signature Superman. I think, yeah. I also feel like it's universal, like going back to. Well, yeah, which is how they get away with it. It's just a tiny acknowledgement. Now, DMC could do that to Devil May Cry because it's in the same universe. Right. But if we're stepping outside of it and doing like Animorphs, but not Animorphs, then you got to do Evil Superman, but not Evil Superman. That's fair. That's fair. Well, do you guys have any. Final comments, concerns, stories, and or thoughts. Yes, my thought is I can't wait till the next episode because these are going to be fun. <laughs> they are going to be fun. <laughs> well, do you, Nikki? Do you have anything else to say? Um, yeah, tune in next time to hear my hot take about the movie signs. The movie signs. Oh. So we... In case... Yeah, Figure we're doing our best and worst. Yeah, I think we found out her worst. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to be mad because I love science. Oh, no. But fuck Mel Gibson. Oh, no. Fuck Mel Gibson. Fuck Mel Gibson. Mel fucking Gibson. You know, actually looking back at it, the movie, the movie is pretty dumb, but it had so much more potential to be really cool. And that's all I'll say. And that will wrap up today's show. I want to again thank all those wonderful <laughs> humans and Patreon supporters for their continual support. And if you'd like to be a solid dweller yourself and play a pivotal role in our future bullshit discussions, you can join our Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash notarobotpodcast with tiers that start out at just $1 a month. This is where you will find all things Not A Robot, Power Rangers, Pokemon, Brightburn, and everything else in between. And a lot of Marvel and DC. They just fill the realm for everything. Current events, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Video games. Yeah. Horror. We do it all. You can also follow this podcast's Twitter at Not A Robot Scares and send in show mail to Not A Robot Scares scales at gmail.com. Send it us, fits. <laughs> yeah, scales, scales, <laughs> slimy skin. Alien. Send us a message on Patreon as a supporter for an opportunity to have your topic idea discussed on the show. Thank you, humans, for slithering in the cellar with us. And always, there's only one way we say goodbye around here. Until next time, don't let the light go out. And don't be a robot. Ooh, ah.